Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Friday. Look at those clouds, Bray. That's hurricane weather. Batten down the hatches. Yeah, batten them down. Get your sandbags out. That's all right. I, I, for one, would look forward to a hurricane right now. I think it'd be nice. Uh, yeah, it's not a problem. But, again, don't let, the, don't let the weather people fool you. I've been through this. I'm an old sage. I've seen these seas before. In 2000, we had that hurricane roll through here, and absolutely nothing happened. The wind blew. Maybe knocked a guy off his bicycle. Maybe. And then You'll tw- see. 22 years later, we're like, eh, I don't think it's going to hit us, but I sure hope it does. Don't worry. I'm going to put my, Brady, I'm going to stamp my name on this one. All right. I almost want to put a caveat on it, but I don't think I need to. Arizona, Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. We'll never be hit by a hurricane. I'm going to go ahead and say it, ever. In my lifetime. In my lifetime, it will never be struck by Category it 3. this far inland. Yes, and it's, it's still a Category something. Giant spiral. It's not a tropical storm. We won't see an eye. We'll never we will, see an we eye. will not have a hurricane, Category hurricane. Like the when they say, even a Category 1 hurricane. It will be a tropical storm, and it will be the remnants thereof. We have hurricane winds sometimes. When we get monsoons, we don't freak out. I'm going to go ahead and stake my entire life on that, Brady. I'm going to put my name out there and say Phoenix, Arizona will never be like, wow, Phoenix got hit with a Category 2 hurricane. Town evacuation? Right. Because right. flooding? Because it, uh, nothing. Even a one, maybe they would say, head north. Yeah, possibly. Get up on top of Camelback and watch the madness. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say we never have to worry about it. I don't trust you, Seen McLaughlin, Royal Norman, <laughs> Ty Brenneman. The weird lady with the big forehead on Channel 12. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. I trust you a little bit more because you're authentic. You roll the L's. I love that. You made a little trouble down here, and we're going to have some problems in Mesa and Gilbert. And then we're going to right here about uh, Phoenix. We might have a little pop-up storm. I'm Iris Hermosillo. Like, Jesus Christ. When did I get to Garcia's? Calm it down a little bit. It's just your name. That's like, I, I love that that only works with Spanish because my name is like Smith in Sweden. But you never go, hey, it's Hornbeck's morning sickness. I don't go for it. <laughs> it's an idea. It, it, it would piss people off, starting with me. Hi, how you doing? My name's Kevin Jorgensen. Okay, knock it off. <laughs> no, it's the authentic way to say it. You know, Marcus Meng. Holmberg? Yeah, Marcus Das Bogen? It speaks like he's, you know, uh, from the middle of Tempe. And if he ever came in and said, hey, it's into the pit with Marcus Meng, you would be like, okay, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> you know what else I was thinking about in a bigoted way last night after the Iran thing? Oh, please don't. Japanese people will move here. And they're American. Could we do that? Move to Japan and be Japanese? Japanese? Or no. would it be offensive? No. Because then you'd be Japanese face. 
Uh, no, 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 I'm not saying you take on their characteristics. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm saying I dress up like that. I'm saying if I move there. But they still say, don't, don't most people say, oh, he's Japanese-American. Sure, because they want to keep their their yeah, culture. So you'd be, um, what? I mean, they wouldn't say Swedish, <laughs> you know, because you'd be. But if I'm a citizen of Japan. Yeah. I mean, if a Japanese guy came up to you and said, I'm American, you wouldn't go like, no, you're not. But I think if I was in Tokyo and I said, no, I'm Japanese, they'd be like, go f*** yourself. Yeah, you'd have to say, I'm, I'm a citizen. Right. I'm legal. I don't know how they handle that stuff in other countries. And it's all based on, I was watching a, uh, I, well, I love that Aerial America. I can't get enough of that show. They float drones over places. and Spectacular. And, and, oh, it's beautiful. Entire states. And I'm, flo- and I'm, I'm floating over... Uh, New Hampshire, because for some reason, New Hampshire calls me every once in a while. I've got this barn I want to buy. I've, I've I found saw it that one. Well. It's just amazing. New Hampshire's amazing. Learned about Mount Washington and the wind and uh, Lake Winnipesaukee, which is close to where I want to go, which is Lake Meredith. My buddy Jimmy Wisman, he and I talk about New Hampshire. He's got the same kind of like weird close encounters calling to New Hampshire. He's actually looking at place. I'm like, wow, this is my weird. neighbors have Newhart now, or what is that? I know. Actually, and Newhart is good. God, Newhart might as well be the Bible to me. It's just oh, that's amazing. <laughs> He didn't actually. It was in L.A. when he was doing it. But I, I love that. I've looked where the the New Hearts uh, uh, bed and breakfast. I looked that up. It's a nice little place. That's in Vermont, though. But in New Hampshire, like so, I have this weird thing. So I'm watching New Hampshire one, and then I wanted to watch because the next one on the queue was uh, um, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Because you forget Ariel America. Puerto Rico's one of ours. They're just not allowed to vote for president. So it goes over Puerto Rico, and it's. Pretty interesting. And then they shoot over to the Virgin Islands. Now, I spent my first honeymoon in the Virgin Islands at a place called St. John's, which has been, speaking of hurricanes, the place I was at, devastated. Leveled? Dev- I think it was Hugo. Dropped it down to zero. And they haven't rebuilt it yet, like the place I stayed. A beautiful five-star Keneal Bay. If you look it up, it's gorgeous. You look at the after pictures, war-torn. One star. Gorgeous. And the weird thing, a little aside there, I'm telling a Brady story. i got a lot of things going down the road. Uh Every place that I went with my first wife has been destroyed. <laughs> Every but She single, really destroyed everything. I'm yeah. not kidding. We, do you know where we got uh, engaged? The World Trade Center. <laughs> I asked her parents at a restaurant in the World Trade. Not the top of the world one, but the one. It's next to it. It's yeah. the, we walked around the World Trade Center, went to this restaurant, and then I, I asked permission to marry her at the, at the World Trade Center. We all kind of, if, for those of you who don't know, spoiler alert, it's not there anymore. <laughs> Shout out to the trade center. <laughs> then we get married in Coronado at the uh, Dell. The casitas that we had were little houses on the side of the Dell that were part of it. They were like they were awesome. Brady was there. Yep. They were cool places. I don't know why they would ever tear. I didn't those even know down. they were leveled. Tore them down. Yep. No reason whatsoever. Our honeymoon, Keneal Bay. Gone. Leveled. Everything that woman touched, destroyed by God or terrorists. That winery you went to? Which one? The Dave Matthews. Leveled, gone, went under. <laughs> we Probably several wineries. I don't know if Justin Wineries is still a thing. It's gone. Grandparents, we stayed at her house. You should look. Dead and gone. Should look she's, she's just a... You're right. She's just a trail of black death. There it is. That's Keneal Bay now. Five-star resort. And, they, and you should have seen it after the hurricane. The whole thing, all the green was gone. So Brett's showing a picture. Unbelievable. And they can't rebuild it because... It's just, it's no one's going to take the thing. risk. Well, no, it's uh, no. The risk is fine. It's just there's so much red tape with trying to figure out how to get it right. 
and build it back, and uh, they just still haven't done it. I mean, the rooms were gorgeous. Everything about it was amazing. Everything. Yeah, look at that. That's incredible. I forgot what I was talking about looking at all this destruction. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, Keneal Bay got destroyed. All of it got destroyed. What was I talking about before I started getting into how she ruined everything? I don't know. You were you start off as new <laughs> heart. It's a goddamn Brady then, story. Yeah, you start off as new oh, heart. Aerial America. So, I'm going go. over that. Right. So, I'm, I'm, Aerial America's going on. And going back, and this ties back to bigotry. i got to okay. land this plane eventually. I tell you, I'm going to do it. There's a lot of color in this story. Been hanging out Brady a lot I know. this week. I, well, and then, on the other side of it, there was a... Anyway, so, Keneal Bay's gone. They go over St. John, St. Thomas, Charlotte, Emily, and uh, they go through the whole thing. And then they go back to Puerto Rico and they say, well, one of the darker parts, and Brett, don't <laughs> stop. Again, it's going to get now worse. Now you're going. One, right. of the, one of the darker parts <laughs> of Puerto Rico was how um, that was the Dutch slave trade port. That was the place we got it. So that was the the hub, man. That was our pickup. And that was like, for Europeans mostly, back in like the uh, way, way, way back, right? It was in the 1500s. 1600. 1600, yeah. yeah. And so uh, Megan's on the couch, and she didn't really care that I'm watching this. And she just turns and she goes, Where's that? That was Puerto Rico. Huh. I got a question. Like, what's that? Were all slaves African American? <laughs> That's a hard question to answer. Because, yeah. kind of, yeah, but no, also. <laughs> the answer is obviously no. But we didn't even have an America yet. So just right. African. Yeah. But she was trying to be politically correct, and it sounded crazy. All right, we're trading something called African-Americans today. What's that? You'll see in a few hundred years. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a tough question. So that was, like, bigotry that I started to laugh at, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know. The, the age-old question you can ask any blonde is, are there African-Americans in London? I'm sure there are. That's terrible. Why would you? Because they're not. They're African-Englanders. I don't know what they call them. Yeah, so I don't know if you can go to Japan and be Japanese and look like you, Brady. You can't say I, it. I don't think you can. Yeah. yeah you can't say I'm it. I'm with you. And I'm fine with them coming here saying I'm an American. Of course you are. Pride. Great job. But if I went over there... I could and, say I'm a Japanese citizen. Right, but that's what you have. You can't say you're yeah. Japanese. They can yeah. say they're American because it's not really a thing. It's not a race. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't... Because it started to dawn on me, they can't do that. I can't go to Iran, now that I know they've got an airport, and say, I'm Iranian. Although it might pass a little easier, but there's a little warning from that. Because I live here now, and I took citizenship, I'm Iranian. Unless you are, uh, you know, they had some ceremony. To make me Iranian? Or Japanese, or... See, I think that's bigoted, too, that they can, that they think they're wizards. Because wasn't, you, uh, that, you know, like Tom Cruise when he converted yeah. in The Last Samurai? Well, see, that movie is, no, don't do no, that. But, but I'm also talking about yeah. uh, Native American tribes because yeah. there is crossover there where they would be sure, people that but are Cherokee. Brady, let's be honest. Other than, Dutch person gets basically raised or a kid. Other than you and Scientology, no one's seen The Last Samurai and thought, this is authentic. <laughs> Like you don't want to, and you never want to really quote like in the Last Samurai, and then state a fact because Tom Cruise was the last. Samurai. There was an African samurai in history. Sure, sure. I'm not doubting that there are different races of samurai. I'm just saying the Last Samurai is not a good jumping off point for factual information. <laughs> if you ever say like Tom Cruise and Last Samurai, and then talk about Japanese tradition, you've pissed off an entire nation because <laughs> that's very American to think. Well, yeah, that's probably pretty real. How the 
you know, the Japs just tap you on the shoulder and make you Japanese samurai like Tom Cruise. Yeah, don't go down that road. <laughs> that movie got... What was the other one? They, was that Matt Damon, too? He had that oh, yeah, Chinese he, movie. But he like, came over with... Uh, right. And he just helped defend him, but he yeah. he put the gear on. But, uh, but that was, was still, a real story. Yeah, he was still white. Hero. They didn't convert stop him. saying stuff like that. <laughs> those, those creatures existed. <laughs> You're worse than Leanne Tui. <laughs> I took me a savage right out of the jungles, and I say something, Big Mike. Do an ooga booga. Make them know who you are. I speak the language, Miss Tui. Ooh, I'll translate. Yeah, you can't say that it was a real story. Matt Damon didn't look. Oh, geez, at, no, I know, I know, so know, I know. It's horrible. But the Last Samurai can't be your your. It's not a documentary, and mostly panned for the idea of like Tom Cruise should have never played this role. This can't be right. But uh, he couldn't say he's Japanese. You can't do that. I can't go to Italy, become an Italian citizen, and start telling people I'm Italian. So there's a difference because American isn't a race. It's a concept. A melting pot. So we can't move into places like that. I can go to Australia and probably become an Australian because that's not a race either. Just the land. Just like this one. So there's certain places we can go and start calling ourselves that, but Japan ain't one of them. And I say that just because I know a guy who moved to Japan and he's staying. He's like, I love it here. I'm staying. I'm like, you're going to be a citizen? He's like, yeah. I'm like, does that make you Japanese? And we laughed. And then later I was like, does it? I'm serious now. (laughs) And I don't think it does. You can't become Japanese. I'm not even sure if you can be a citizen. I don't know how it works over there. Know. You can be an expat and leave, but I think you're always like a second classer. You have to and have the hair. The citizenship, would it be um, through the uh, the UK? Huh? As controlling parts of uh, Japan? Japan or. Japan's solo. Is it? I thought there was no, something. I'm thinking like, of China. In Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong like Kong. That. Is what I was Boy, you got it. Or was it Taiwan? You have done a bad job. With it's Taiwan. somewhere over there. <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah, it's one of them places. Then England, the, England's I'm still on Tom Japan. Cruise thing. Yeah, no, she came exactly. over to help the British. <laughs> you've learned so much from Last Samurai. You've made it. You're like Oliver Stone. The movies teach you the truth. Remember how we killed all the Nazis at the end of Inglorious Bastards? That's how the war ended. Yeah, don't listen to Brady for historic fact. Because he'll quote Tom Cruise from The Last Samurai, and you'll be like, was that Churchill? Nope. Cruise. Circa 2009's Last Samurai. All this morning You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. We need to get you another Ego drink. Uh, yeah, so I was just curious about that. It's very strange. But it also the trail of death that my ex has behind her. I don't know what else that I don't know about. What else has been destroyed or leveled that we used to spend a lot of time at? I'm trying to think. but I mean, three big ones. Everything having to do with our wedding. 
the proposal. I don't, I don't remember really. Pro- well, I proposed in the bedroom. That actually has been re- redone. That house. Yeah, and there's nothing to this. Like, I don't know where else it's been, but it's all just a just rubble and ash. Wherever we set just leaves devastation yep. wherever she went. At least with me, our our volatility of any time I expressed love for her, it's been it's been raised. <laughs> and I for one am thrilled by it. Never put the two and two together. You no, know, it's all of it. Like the trade centers, boom, gone. That one actually left my brain because I'd forgotten that that was where the restaurant was. Until we went back after it blew up about six years to visit Ground Zero. It was her first time back since the incident. And uh, I guess that was less than that. It was probably three years. And uh, she's like, this is where the restaurant we ate at where you asked my dad. And again, that story's no good either because her parents brought guests and we didn't know they were coming. Her dad brought someone else. And I turned to her and I'm like, I'm not going to ask for permission to marry you with these strangers here. And then I started getting an elbow. John's got something to ask you. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm not doing it. Ask him. I'm like, oh, God, this is hostage. I'm thinking about maybe asking him to marry. And then the only person excited at the table was the stranger. <laughs> the dad was just like, well, yeah, he didn't want it. It was his girlfriend. He'd been doing stuff with her for years. Now she's got a, she's leaving him for me is basically what it was. And then. Uh, you beat me to it. Well, yeah. It's like if I could only break some laws and marry her myself. That kind of got weird. <laughs> but they weren't really excited because it was an awkward the two, and then the one lady who I still don't know her name was like, "Oh my god, this is so exciting! I just met you, and you guys are doing this." I'm like, yeah, you're not supposed to be here. Now I hope this place gets leveled, and boy, it did. <laughs> Careful what you wish. Yeah, I know. I have to go back to well, Australia didn't have anything to do with we weren't married or anything. Once the word marriage came into play, and neither did nine eleven, really. But I was actually, yeah, that was the place. Then it took a while afterwards. Yeah, getting it all together was right. And it was like two years later. I had to ask him again later. He forgot. Well, because that was Memorial Day. He blanked it out of his mind. <laughs> There's been a couple of good. They were both Memorial Day. And uh, ironically, it was also the weekend it ended. Memorial Day played a big part. Where the dead lay. Because Memorial Day was when I asked the first time to say, hey, give permission. And then went back in 2003. That was when we visited the, the thing. He said, this is the restaurant. Yes. And then I asked him again in an apartment. Yeah, we talked about this a couple years ago. Is it still cool? I guess if you want to. I'm still not done with her. I'm like, All right, well, go have at her real quick. Get your last one in. Get your prima noctis going. And... Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah, wow. Just dawned on me. Whew, that's crazy. And I actually like it because now there's no memories. Brady's God tore them all down. <laughs> actually, not even Brady's God. Uh, Muhammad Atta's God tore some of it down. Allah would got involved even. That was the first time Catholics and Muslims got along. We have to destroy everything that John and Geneva touched. Uh, you in? And your guy's like, okay, yeah, get rid of it. I'll do the Dell. You do the trade centers. <laughs> we'll work on the hurricane later down there in St. John's. That'll be a collaborative. And they got rid of it all. So, interesting. Hmm. It's a little reminiscing for me. It's fun. Any of the things you've done? None of your stuff's gotten torn down. How about you? You got divorced. I'm just so yeah. close to disasters. No, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah Brady, Brady's just being warned constantly <laughs> with Costa Concordia and earthquakes on Hawaii. You were in Lahaini. La- yeah, La- yeah, in the Lahaina. You haven't had anything. No, there. unfortunately. Man, I need to torch a few places. <laughs> I'm like thinking. Yeah, with your hookups, <laughs> all this stuff should be disappearing naturally. 
Anyway, what are you going to do? And then another lesson on planes. I saw this guy. This guy's got his justice back, which I absolutely love. He was, uh, I think we talked about him before. He was on a plane texting his wife. And his wife, uh, it said the word beautiful. That was who it was. And he texted her, um, I'm landing in Dallas uh, in a couple hours. I'll text you when I land. I love you. And then clicked out of it. And then went on to another text and said, uh, I'm going to be in Dallas. See you soon. I love you. And the lady next to him goes, you should be ashamed of yourself. He's like, what? I'm, I, I was looking earlier and I saw your TikTok. I'm going to expose you. And he goes, for what? She goes, I saw what you're doing. You should just be ashamed of yourself. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And she goes, beautiful. And then you go right to another girl's email or text and you tell her you love her too. You're disgusting. My ex-husband did this to me. All right, go ahead. And then he gets on TikTok and he goes, hey, honey. Before this pops up, this crazy bitch that's sitting next to me eavesdropping on my texts doesn't think I can tell my daughter I love her. Uh, so <laughs> before she starts claiming me on this thing, just let you know. And he screen caps the text and says, this one was for you. This is the very next text I sent to our daughter down the hall from you to let her know I love her. And this crazy loon who's still mad at her ex-husband uh, is going to wrap me out. Sure enough, she throws a TikTok together. I sat next to blah, blah, blah at blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's awesome. And the wife's like, got it, honey. See you in a little bit. Double goes, viral. Yeah, yeah, double He goes viral. viral well, she goes viral. Yeah, she should get destroyed for it. But hey, keep your well, Look, if you're going to eavesdrop on somebody's text on a plane, done it. Because sometimes people with bad vision, just go see Jay Schwartz because it's embarrassing. Your text font, when it gets humongous because I had to do it for a while. Yeah. People can see that three rows back. I did it at uh, well at the Silk Sonic show. The guy next to me had super font, and it's Vegas. So the first thing I see is the F word on his text out of the corner of my eye, and then I look down again, and she texts back, I'm going to f*** so hard tonight. <laughs> He's like, oh, baby, <laughs> I'm going to put my so deep up. And I'm like, I'm reading all these. And, and you don't tell him, hey, nice job, buddy. You eavesdrop, and then you tell the person you're with, you should see what this guy's writing on his day. You do it like a decent person. You spy, and then hide it. If you're going to look at somebody's text and expose them, make sure you're right. And second, stop it. It's none of your business. If that dude's got a harem, you don't know if his wife's not in on it. He might have been telling, he might have been married to two of them. He might have been a Mormon and had two wives. You tell him, and it's both loving relationships. I need to go see Jay Schwartz if I can read texts like that. Man, yeah. it, it, you can. <laughs> Trust me. After the Schwartz thing, I'm like, have I been cheating myself out of spying on other people's texts? I can spot a text at regular font now. If you keep it a row ahead of me, sporting events, the Suns games. It's hard not to want to look. Either. I look every time. If you're going to hold it in front of you, they, we had two girls in front of us at the Suns game that bought tickets online. My buddy Mark's next to me. And he's like, what's she riding? And I'm telling him, I'm like, she is, she's getting some D after the game. Like, this is all hookup. And he's like, you're going you're gonna to look over his shoulder and get a dick pic in a second. I'm like, I hope so. That'd be hilarious. Didn't get that. But she was, what are you going to do to me after that? What do you want me to wear? And I'm reading it all. And I'm telling him, we've got this going on. She's, he's got a nine-incher, by the way, so you're out. <laughs> <laughs> She's into cool stuff. Yeah, so it was a, I read text, but I don't go, excuse me, ma'am. Do you think you can handle nine inches? I think it's dangerous for you. You seem short, and I think that puts your bladder at risk. 
What are you doing? I've been reading your text over your shoulder, and I just thought I'd let you know that. Who lets the person know? You should be the I gotta pay more attention to it because, uh, as far as me looking at the phone, whether it's in between waiting for something like waiting some yeah. order, I go up there, start scanning Instagram, looking for radio videos. Yeah, I remember. And the guy would look over or, or a lady. <laughs> what what guy's looking doing? at deformed babies? And I remember being behind you once. And uh, I'm like, Brady, you shouldn't be texting that. What are you talking about? Did you just tell Chick-fil-A you're going to f*** up tonight? I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I fire off to the headquarters. Some of that chicken's getting f- tonight. Ooh. Why don't you take off that little chicken brassiere and come right on over here? Somebody's been a bad chicken. Woohoo! Somebody's chicken's getting spanked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read texts all the time. But I do it like a decent person. I'm sure some of mine have been seen. Especially when I was super font before I got my eyes fixed. I was like one word per screen. I scrolled it like a, like I had a Kindle. I was just <laughs> flipping through the pages of my text. That's me. I got to trade in my iPhone for a Samsung now. Get bigger, just, you yeah, need to get your yeah, eyes I fixed. Know, I know. Full jitterbug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, the, the font on mine was hilarious. I remember I was in uh, with my friend Erica, and she turns and she goes, I can see your font from here. She was like 10 feet behind me. She goes, I can read your text from here. I'm like, I can't see. And she's laughing, and she goes, I did see the word dick. And I'm like, I was calling somebody a name. It's all right. That wasn't wasn't a gay hookup, well, as far as you know. So if you're going to read someone's text on a plane, go ahead. But come on. You don't ruin that. Ever. <laughs> this guy says, I had a C word read my text about blow. Turns out she was a cop's wife. <laughs> that's a Yeah, that's idea. hard not to... Uh... <laughs> Why? It's not her job. Rat. Yep. You don't do that. Not a rat. Just because you're a cop's wife gives you zero credibility as a cop. Just because you know someone that does the job doesn't make you one. I know plenty of construction guys. I'm about as handy with a hammer as a guy with no arms. My dad was in construction. People think I can. I just picked it up. Nope. I'm a loser when it comes to trying to build anything. I can't even do a card house. So, you're a cop's wife? Dude texting about blow? Unless the cop's sitting right next to you going, honey, you might want to do something about it. This guy's doing a drug trade on his phone. Otherwise, telling on him? On your own goddamn business. Exactly. Mr. Escobar. <laughs> and if you're sitting on a plane with Escobar, you're too close to the situation anyway. You're doing something terrible. Oh, my God, my... My buddy Brian just texts me and he goes, by the way, you took that woman to my uh, wedding. I did. I took Geneva to his wedding. His wife died. There we go. Jesus. Oh, my God. I went to my other friend Rich's wedding. Yep. With her. Dead. Her best friend. She's dead. Wow. The the bodies are stacking up. This is like D-Day. Holy cow, I forgot all about that one. Everyone she knew with me is dead. She met my dad. He's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> is everyone at the wedding still alive? No. Three people from the wedding are dead. This is insane. This woman kills everything. The guy who performed the wedding almost died. Yeah. 
Oh, no. <laughs> I got You got to be careful. You were in her wake. I was the DJ. You got yeah, sort of. We just well, had to hit play just on open, the CD yeah. player. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah, it was I mean, a, I, and I'm, I, it's a tight mix. <laughs> but the good times are old. Well, I made the CD, and then you played one song. <laughs> you did a good job. I mean, it was like... The worst part was, okay, Brady, go. It wasn't like some organic moment. Oh, it was huge. It was a huge start. Now? Yeah, now, go. Now. The button? Yes, do it. The sheriff's near? (laughs) No, 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 don't say that. I'm hungry. We got food coming, don't worry. Uh, Yeah, so there you go. I didn't even realize that. She's killed a lot of people. Wow. I got to start looking into this. There's a documentary afoot. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? All right. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. It is e-bike season right now. E-bike month, but it's technically e-bike season, too, because it's so damn hot out there. Why not have a little bit of extra help on the trails? Uh, The new Pivot Shuttle AM e-bike, it was just released by our friends over at Pivot. They got it right there in stock at Action Ride Shop. Plus, they got uh, they got other e-bikes on sale right now with up to 30% off MSRP. So if you're looking for that e-bike thing... Or just want to check one out? Go to Action Ride Shop. Josh, Brian, Lance, and the boys are going to talk you through it. On the list, highly recommend that bike. By the way, oh yeah, the shuttle's amazing. Uh, Static X, Slipknot, In Flames, Pantera, Ted Nugent making a uh, wow, making an appearance on Wang there for the weekend. Sweet Poon Tang, yeah. Uh, Scorpions, Rocky Like a Hurricane for the talk earlier, and then uh, th- somebody just hit up last minute. Uh, typo negative. Everything dies for your uh, ex wife. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> I didn't realize that. Wow. She's basically one of the 19 people on the plane. <laughs> She's one of the Al-Qaeda's. Just a, just a slew of death. She might as well walk around in a robe with a sickle on. <laughs> it's tapping, folks. I think Rocky like a hurricane is. You could do that or hail the apocalypse. Hail the apocalypse. Avatar. I think that's better because <laughs> that ties them both together. It's, she's the apocalypse. She's one of the four horsemen. She's waiting for her other three friends. And then uh, the hurricanes are coming. Maybe she's part of that. All this morning sickness. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 Holmberg's morning sickness. Boy, if there's ever a hurricane Geneva, look out. That thing's that means business, that one. <laughs> I never realized how much. My that happens. I'm, people. I'm leaving Arizona for a week. If Hurricane Geneva's in the yeah. Pacific, yeah, we're both leaving for a while. I don't know where we're going. We're doing a show from somewhere else. My guess is it's going to get to Idaho and destroy a bunch of people up there. She's a terror. How can someone that incredibly insane be so bad in bed? <laughs> what? Have I not? Is that, oh, was that out loud? I'm sorry. I just hang on. <laughs> My bad, folks. I didn't realize. I thought we were talking about the scorpions. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, those blowjobs. It was like she was trying to kill me. <laughs> you going to eat that? Or what are you doing down there? It's not a glizzy. <laughs> What's that? You'll find out in 20 years. Uh, and before we move on. This is my favorite story of 2023 so far because it's very Biden-esque. You know how they were worried that when Trump said, sometimes you just got to grab them by the and let go, you know, because you're famous. And a lot of them want it. They thought that it was empowering men to be more uh, misogynistic towards women and 
and abusive and sexually aggressive because they thought if our president does it, what's stopping every guy out there from just grabbing women by the This is abhorrent. This is a bad example of blah, blah, blah. Well, turns out we should have been more worried about Joe Biden's smelling habits. What? Yep. There's a dude who got caught in a Barnes & Noble sniffing broads' butts. (laughs) His name is not Hunter, which is the first thing I thought was going to be. Yeah, take it to the next level. Yeah, smelling ass. (laughs) Guy's walking around to Barnes & Noble and somebody sees him like, what is that guy doing? And he's walking by women who are just kind of not paying attention, reading books. And I didn't even think there were still Barnes & Nobles that women whose butts were worth sniffing went into. Yeah. And he'd walk by and... And then he'd get low, smell their butts, and then walk away. And this guy's watching. Somebody's watching. Well, what are you? What is going on? So he breaks out. Instead of just stopping it, of course, what he does is breaks out his camera for a TikTok video. And uh, the man whose name is uh, Khalees Karen Crowder, Triple C, <laughs> seen going up to women behind and allegedly smelling their bottoms. According to online records, he was arrested last week for what appears to be a separate misdemeanor in Glendale, California, but he was released a few days later. What's shocking is he's a long list of arrests over the years of doing weird stuff like this. They let him go because really nothing illegal about smelling someone's butt yet. (laughs) You can walk up to anybody and keep your distance and smell their butts. Air is punching a mouth. Uh, well, right, you risk that. But then that guy's going to jail. What'd you do that for? I think he was smelling her butt. As long as you're not touching, right? I guess. I don't know. He didn't do anything to her. He did something really weird adjacent to her. Can you still feel threatened? Sure enough. But your move on that one would be to turn around and go, did you just smell my ass? Oops, I don't need to beat that. Yeah. <laughs> And then the guy would run away, and it's like he really didn't do anything. It's just super-duper creepy. And again, probably needs to be talked to a few times. Uh, The Burbank PD is currently working on handing over the findings because they've got video of him now all through the (laughs) Barnes & Noble walking around. That's good ass. She got a nice ass. She got a great ass. And then he'd walk off. Good morning. And the cops are like, we'd love to do. There's really nothing we can do here. So he's been released, but the videos are out. So what we really needed yeah, to worry you would about. Think that would be like assault. It's not. I can walk right up to you and start going. You're like, what are you doing? It's your job at that point to go, hey, knock it off. If you don't knock that off, there's going to be consequences. And now you're threatening me. Technically, all I'm doing is smell in the air. Now, if I get my nose buried in the cracker. Yeah, any I'm, touching. Yeah, any touching. But it's a Joe Biden thing. He touches oh, us that's sometimes. good stuff. That nose is in the hair. Love that smell, Barry. Love that smell. I know. That's girl hair. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Jack. You smell them? That's why they wear perfume. They like it. They want us to smell them. She's been doing that lume, putting that in her butt crack like the commercial tells you to. Yeah, it smells good like flowers and butt. So Maybe that's what we'll start doing. Oh, that's fine? Okay. <laughs> if Biden get finds out, out about that. Oh. You don't touch him. You can do it all day. Come here, Kamali. Oh, what have you been eating? So we smell smelling butts at the Barnes & Noble. If there's any reason to just shop for books online, if you needed one more to no longer go to bookstores, there it is right there. The libraries were your big hit. First thing that happens to a library that's empty, weirdos show up. And they start using it for like a place to lay down. That guy has time because usually people are standing in the aisle and they've 
cracked open yeah. the book. They're lost in their magic. Yeah. <laughs> the words are taking them to another place. It's a perfect time to go smell someone's ass. Uh, John, apparently Brady may have it right with rust butt. It keeps the deterrence. <laughs> like That's, you know what? <laughs> Brady's rust butt is kept. Well, I think Brady's just general Bradyness is keeping people from. You don't like to smell that man's ass. I don't look at Brady. I don't look at me. I don't look at you and think, I bet you that ass smells pretty good. And let's be honest here. He's not smelling their ass. No. He's shooting for the undercarriage. He's just trying to get the general area whiff. <laughs> if you ever hear that close to you, it's bad. <sighs> and then a guy walks away. He probably just smelled your butt. That ain't normal. Who's into that? You smell it for bad things only, and then yeah. you determine whether or not she's dateable. He's like a dog. But so be careful out there if somebody's close to you. And when you're reading a book, you know, head on a swivel. You can't get too lost in the next Harry Potter. Because I know it can take you to magical places, but there's people watching. Tactical Black, they can teach a good mule kick. Oh, a good mule kick. Yeah, but you get thrown in jail for that. The guy didn't do anything. You don't want to mule kick somebody who didn't touch you. If you're stretching out. Didn't know anyone was behind you. That would be a nice excuse. Like I hadn't had any food, so I said, and I meal kick a lot. So be careful. That's really the reason why you should stand in a bookstore and just have like physical Tourette's meal kicks happening. So it's a precedent. You're setting a precedent. I get too close to me, there's a chance my Tourette's kicks in and I accidentally meal kick you. Beware, restless leg yeah. on your uh, tag. Yeah, you have a little, little bracelet. Be careful, I'll kick you in the head if your head gets close to my ass. But smelling butts is not a thing. That's a. Uh, he went to prison for eight years because he stalked Robert Ory's daughter from the Lakers. Remember Robert Ory? Yeah. Played for the Suns for a minute. Yeah. He stalked her for eight. eight he was in jail for eight years because he was stalking Ory's daughter. And then he gets out and he goes and sniffs butts at the Barnes & Noble. Eight years for Ory. Can you imagine if he was after Jordan's kids? Man. <laughs> That's true. Man, that'd be Ory's, a life sentence. Ory's a borderline yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Jordan's the GOAT. You go after Jordan's kids. Woof. <laughs> Eight years is nothing. Death penalty. Now you can smell... Uh, They'll disappear. Yeah, you can smell Robin Lopez's kids and stalk them, maybe get six months in jail. Nobody's, nobody's going to believe you did that. Crazy, right? So be careful. There's butt sniffers out there. More reason to go to Tactical Black. More reason to... Because really, in the past, I'd say, yeah, you start swinging. You're going to jail for that. Worth I didn't it. do anything. It might be. Worth it. it. If somebody smells my butt, it might be worth a kick in the face. A couple months in the in the joint. I had to sit down for two months, kick the dude in the face for smelling my butthole. <laughs> really? Did you? No. Nope. It was unsolicited butthole smelling. I don't like that, so I kicked him. And I'm in the can. And so was he. <laughs> but he got out. Like They're like, there's nothing we can charge you with. There's nothing on the books that says you can't do that. We got to change that rule. But then what? And that tell the guy, really? What's the distance officially that makes it uncomfortable? Like eventually with butt sm- smellers, if you tell them, all right, you can't be within a foot of smelling somebody unless they ask you. Or they'll uh, look at changing the law or making it. Yeah, yeah but law. then the law becomes air. Now you've breached my air and you're people will take to, advantage of it. You're not allowed to take a whiff of air below the belt. <laughs> What if you dropped your penny and you just did that on the way? Hey, did you just smell my That's allowed. Have you got to prove it in court? It's always got to be a physical altercation. It's like freedom of speech. A guy can say, hey, I'm going to smell your butt. You can't call the cops on that. He's not going to jail. You can call the cops to make him go away. It's like he's making me nervous, but 
You punch him and you're going to jail. You did it. You got to learn that kind that of stuff. Worth Mind it. if I smell your butt? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Ask permission and maybe. Excuse me. I noticed you, uh, you're reading Mein Kampf. May I smell your ass, please? Sure. Thank you. Enjoy your afternoon. I don't want to smell anybody's butt. That's gross. But that goes back to those dudes that hide cameras in women's bathrooms. I don't know what you're getting out of that either. At all. That's crazy because then what about, you know, when you get into uh, age, kids or... What do you mean? Smell so kids' butt? Could that guy do that? Smell a kid's butt? Yeah. you got to bend over way far. But it's that's not illegal? To smell that a child's butt? Weird. No, it's weird it to do it. Be. Look, adults should be no matter what. what's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Then you're... Then you're going to be in trouble for don't assault? Don't care. Worth it. Yeah. Sure. But prove it. Did he touch him? No. He smelled his butt. In what way? We bent down and took a whiff in. That's weird, but it's we can't start dropping charges on him. And then what did you do? Oh, I kicked his ass. And then the guy's excuse can be, I just bent down and I have a cold. He thought I was smelling someone's butt. Who would do that? Like, he's got an easy out because he never made contact. The best situation is to not do what Brett and Brady are saying. Nope. De-escalate worth the situation. It. <laughs> I agree it's worth it, but just for the laughs in the story later. So I got to, I was in jail for a couple of years for kicking the hell out of a guy who smelled someone's ass. You'd be a hero in jail. I watched Jerry Springer where people would stand behind people farting and smell. And I always thought that was weird, but that was like a group effort. They all enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You got to be careful, and I don't know what it, what the, to be honest with you. Smelling a kid's butt and smelling a person's butt equally weird to me. You're capable of anything strange. Uh, our lawyer Cody apparently hit us up. Says yeah. uh, you don't have to sit in jail, John. It's two hundred fifty dollars bail and anger management for first time offense. <laughs> All Take right. away, brother. Just once you get one freebie for two two hundred fifty dollars is worth that uh, oh, admission absolutely. fee. You get some anger management. I'd sit in there and just be. I'd be like a Buddhist monk in anger management. What are you in for? I punched a guy in the face, paid the $250 fine for smelling my girlfriend's butt. Wow. So that's it. $250 in anger management. You do it a couple of times. That's first offense. Right. But I mean, what are the odds that happens to you twice? So, all right. You are going to get in trouble. But man, that's worth it. If I told you. I told you at the beginning of the year, the membership fee to punch a guy is $250 in anger management classes. You'd be like, I get one, one for the year. Yup. Here's my two fifty. Here's my deposit <laughs> on that. That's my. It's a got a little retainer fee on swinging on a guy. I don't have anybody yet, but I'm just. Uh, just it's there. It's so the key to, to it is a punch, but not a damaging blow. I, I, that I don't know. Because if you hurt him, now you got different. Now it's something else. Get Kevin Rowan. Get brushed back. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah, you, you throw one inside. It's my plate. You're crowding the plate a little bit. That's basically what it is. It's a, it's a Bob Gibson brushback pitch. You're crowding this bitch's plate a little bit. i got to brush it back. And just like baseball, you get a fine if you get too close and you hit the guy. All right. I like it. We've, yeah. we, Air swings it. work. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. But if he swings back and now you're in a melee, you started it. Well, if he hits. No, you started it. You were the first threat. You can't sure take a swing at somebody his. and he dips back. If it's on video, you're dead. That you got to be careful with. I've learned a lot about that up at that thing. You got to be very careful being the guy who swings first. If no contact's been made, you are the bad guy immediately. It's and again, 
Well, first, first offense. That dude tried to hit me with his nose. I mean, he went into my <laughs> body. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. I've got one of those, you know, Leonard Bernstein situations. Well, you shouldn't be wearing that. Anyway, well, we've learned a lot this morning. Stop smelling people's butts is the bigger thing. 100%. There's going to be some battles in court. <laughs> I hope not, because then that means there's a rash of this. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 